Show on ESPN Central Texas. I've really enjoyed our team. I've enjoyed the, the staff. I've enjoyed you know, the process. I've really, um, I think, gotten to know guys uh, better and um, both, you know, off the field, but really on the field too, in terms of skill sets and um, strengths and weaknesses. I'm excited about the team. I think, you know, they're all in and um, there's a great, uh, great brotherhood. So excited. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by David Greenup and the Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency, by the Baylor Club, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. You know, this next week will be a mock game week, and so we'll take them, you know, school start, so we'll take them through you know, um, what a, a Monday looks like, a Tuesday, so on and so forth. And then we'll have a mock game, uh, you know, next Saturday. Different situations and guys subbing on and off. And, you know, a guy goes down, who goes in and all that. And so, um, you know, we'll get them on that kind of rhythm of what a game week looks like. And Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. You know, obviously our first opponent will be introduced as well during that week. So it won't be all, you know, Baylor versus Baylor, which we've had quite a bit of that. And so um, to do those things, we have to have our roster set. And so this is, um, this is that time. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. And welcome, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. Coach Dave Aranda in the open. It is a uh, it's a mock game week for Baylor football. They're running through the entire week as they will next week and the remainder of the season as uh, as if it were a game week. So uh, very uh, very much attention to detail by Coach Aranda, by Dennis Polian, by everyone with. Uh, David Wetzel, everyone with uh, Baylor football. Season opener is 11 days away for the Bears, September 4th in San Marcos against Texas State. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. We'll visit with uh, Paul Johnson, coach of the other Baylor football team. This would be Baylor soccer, and they have two games under their belt already. They uh, have their home opener Thursday evening against Nebraska, and then they'll play at home on Sunday against SMU for Baylor soccer. Off to a one-and-one start, and we'll visit with Coach uh, Jobson coming up about all of that. Aaron, the uh, news just out, uh, I think within the last hour, maybe even more recent than that, was uh, what's been brewing out there about the uh, the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the uh, uh, ACC working together uh, for a, an alliance, a scheduling alliance. Uh, we're getting more about that now. Um, uh, it's an, a, an alliance. Let me just read some of this here. Big Ten, ACC, Pac-12 announce alliance to address future of college athletics, comma, combat SEC's influence, 
but missing from all of that, uh, you you heard uh, four uh, of the five major conferences. You did not hear the Pac-12 or the Big 12's name mentioned in that. So the Big Ten, the ACC, the Pac-12 moving forward with this uh, long-awaited alliance. Uh, read a little bit more about it. The agreement between the three conferences focuses is being described as a collaborative approach surrounding the future evolution of college athletics and scheduling. The alliance asserts its purpose is to focus on NCAA governance, student-athlete welfare, and ensuring the collegiate model continues. Uh, it will also include a scheduling component for football and women's and men's basketball designed to create new interconference games, enhance opportunities for student-athletes, and optimize the college athletics experience for both student-athletes and fans across the country. The three conferences also plan to get on the same page regarding future college football playoff expansion and other major topics, including the reshaping of college athletes uh, as a whole, sources have told uh, CBS Sports. So what that says to me is it's a uh, it's a voting block. Mm -hmm. It's those three conferences uh, going in together to uh, to really uh, do battle with or try to you know wield their collective might against the SEC. Uh, but again, the Big Twelve not involved in that. But those uh, three other conferences uh, announcing that alliance today. Yeah, and then uh, it's basically I mean the Big Ten giving a lifeline and making sure that the ACC and the Pac-12 don't get poached like the Big mm -hmm. 12 did mm -hmm. because uh, the Pac-12 is out on the West Coast. They, you know, they they were ripe for the Big 10 if they wanted to expand and take their best four teams. The Big 10, it looks like, has obviously not decided not to do that in favor of having them in their voting block to block the SEC because if you only have the ACC, then the – even though there's probably b bad blood b because of Oklahoma and Texas, the SEC and the Big 12 could potentially work together as long as it guaranteed the Big 12 still having a, a team in the yeah. college football playoffs, if yeah. you know, for the champion. Because if when they expand, um, don't know whether that'll happen or not. But you know, people don't realize that that the Pac-12, the only reason they didn't lose their best teams instead of Oklahoma and Texas is because, hey, Texas and Oklahoma are, are more prestigious than any sure. brands in the Pac-12. I right. mean, you can argue if you want, but it's true. Right. Even USC, Oklahoma is a bigger brand and, and a bigger draw. Mm -hmm. and, but B, geography. They're on the West mm -hmm. Coast. And uh, the ACC actually has by far the worst TV deal of the Big Five. It's The Big 12 was making, I think, close to $15 million per school per year more than the ACC teams are making. And the ACC teams, in order to get the ACC network, lock themselves into a deal that goes for another decade at that low price. Mm -hmm. So they were in trouble. Well, now that eases that. Now they may be able to renegotiate with ESPN because they get the extra outer conference games with Big Ten Pac-12 opponents. So, I mean, it benefits everybody except the Big 12. Yeah. So, I mean, something's got to the Big 12 has to do something. Mm -hmm. The SEC's done something. The other three big conferences did something today. Now it's the Big 12's turn. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know if it'll be enough, but they have to do something. Yeah. They, they can't just sit at eight teams. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, presumably right now, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We have no idea right. what the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. But right now, 
from the outside looking in, uh, it's like the other four Power Five conferences have, like you said, have done something, have made moves. Big 12 has not, publicly at least. So, um, so it bears watching. I mean, it's not a death knell for the Big 12 at all, but it certainly bears watching. And, and it is, uh, you know, it really does look like the Big 12 on the outside looking in. Yeah, uh, one thing, though, that this does do, I think, is makes the probability of the eight teams staying together almost certain because it – I mean, the Pac-12 saying they'll announce whether they're going to uh, expand, you know, within the next couple of weeks, and they wouldn't say who, but they were just going to say if they were or not. I think they'll say they're not because of this. Um so that's not going to leave openings in power in, in the four other power conferences for Big 12 teams, I don't think, yeah. which means that their best option is to stay together and probably try to get add, add, add yeah. the biggest names they can from, from the American Conference and possibly BYU because they have a large national following, you know. But, uh, I mean, that's just hypotheticals. But I, I think this announcement – if you were worried about a complete blow up at the Big 12, is kind of good news. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. That's true. All right, so that announcement uh, comes today. The alliance between the Big 10, the ACC, and the uh, Pac-12 conference. We're underway on this Tuesday in the 2 p.m. hour. We appreciate you being with us, whether you're listening to us uh, live in the 2 p.m. hour or listening to us uh, via the podcast, which is always available. You can, uh, you know, you can time surf if you'd like and listen to this show and all the other local shows whenever you'd like. Just download the shows off our website, SyntechSportsFan.com, SyntechSportsFan.com, or just uh, check them out on social media at 1660 ESPN. So we appreciate you listening uh, wherever and uh, whenever you might be listening right now. Yeah, the uh, full shows go up pretty much within 15 to 20 minutes after they're over on SyntechSportsFans.com. And the individual interviews during the show, like, say, you know, um, you're going to talk with Coach uh, Job, uh, Coach Jobson. Coach Jobson, yeah, yeah the uh, Baylor soccer coach. Uh, next segment will will be joining us. If uh, you know, say you've got to go somewhere and you want to listen to that interview, that interview will be up on Twitter and on Facebook separately, um, so you can listen to that on uh, at ESP at sixteen sixty ESPN dot com on Twitter and Facebook. Perfect. Very good. Well, let's get to that. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Baylor off to a one-and-one one start to the season. See what Coach uh, Jobson thinks about that. And upcoming home matches this week against Nebraska on Thursday and SMU on Sunday. Talk about all of that when Coach Jobson joins us after a break. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys in Jacksonville Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. You 
that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Heritage Creamery Woodway is now open at The Outlook, just off 84 and Ritchie Road. Come see us at our beautiful new location, where we serve all the classics, including shakes, floats, cookies, ice cream sandwiches, and plenty of kid-friendly favorites. Our products are made by hand right here in Waco, Texas, with all natural ingredients sourced locally as much as possible. We're open every day from 2 to 10. Need us to cater your event? We're ready to serve you from our new Heritage Scoop Truck. Visit HeritageCreamery.com for more information. Lynch Auto Repair delivers dependable, honest, and affordable auto repair to their customers. They do complete repairs on foreign and domestic cars and trucks and specialize in electronic computer diagnostics to find out what is truly wrong with your vehicle, plus brakes and suspension repair. Your repair will be done in a timely manner and done right the first time. Family owned and operated since 1972, Lynch Auto Repair, 2900 Robinson Drive, open Monday through Friday, 730 till 530, 254-662-6833 and at lynchautorepair.net. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'll be great. You know, we get back and you know, the girls, you know, the girls start start school uh, Monday and you know right back into it again. So uh, we all know that our girls are driven academically and strive to be great in the classroom. So for them to kind of get that that going this week and be at home uh, is, is nice. I'm glad we're not on the road the first week of school. So. They should be focused and locked in. I think it's always great to be at home and playing on Betty Lou in front of our own fans. It's time now for our visit with Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. He is the voice of the Bears with Coach Jobson. Back with us, John Morris Show from the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you in part by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. Also brought to you by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business covering four generations how great is that? Uh, Braden Embry, the uh, latest of the four generations for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are, quite simply, Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. They offer the best in custom metal buildings. They carry all sizes of pipe, 
They also stop stock American-made grade 60 rebar, basically your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. And keep this in mind, if you are building a metal building or a barn dominium and don't know how to get started, well, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane, also a location in Bryan, and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. All right, back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and we're pleased to be joined by Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Joins us from uh, Betty Lou Mays Field or uh, yeah, somewhere in that vicinity. Paul, appreciate you being on with us today. How's your Tuesday going? It's great. Thanks for having me. Happy birthday. Heard that well, thank you, sir. order today, so happy birthday. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank I'm... you for spending it with so many people that you care so much about, including me. With course, you. So thanks. Yeah, appreciate exactly. It. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> tell us about the. Tell us about that long trek. How many miles was that last week? Playing in Minnesota oh. and then over to Fargo, North Dakota, and then back home. More miles than I have fingers and toes. But I lost <laughs> count after, after we got right. outside of Waco. So, um, yeah, it was it was quite a trip. But you know what? It was uh, refreshing in the same regard, and that you know, not that there weren't any you know, precautions we took for, for COVID or whatnot, but just a lot different than how we traveled last year and, you know, getting, you know, some, some games outside of, uh, outside of the state and outside of our conference for once, uh, for in a while has been, was nice. So while the, there were a lot of miles, it was a uh, really great trip, great weather, great teams and learned a lot on the road. Before we talk about, uh, you know, the results on the pitch, uh, wh- what was it like and how much did you appreciate just, you know, being to tr- being able to travel together as a team and, you know, just the community that you were able to enjoy as your team was together on the road. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I, I've been saying, you know, our, our team has been built, is built on community and uh, us not being able to commune, so to speak, over the last year was difficult for us. And kind of getting back to that through preseason of being able to have team dinners and on the road, you know, last year on if we went on the road, we would have, you know, kind of a, a – buffet style you know here's your plate you know go to your room and eat dinner um there wasn't much community so now on the road being able to eat dinner together and uh, be social around each other at least uh was nice so it's great to see and it helps team camaraderie and we we're better on the field when we can have those relationships off the field so this weekend, we got a really great taste of, of that. I know how much you appreciate that and how much of that is a part of your program. So uh, so great to get back to that. Uh, on the pitch, uh, let's go back to the uh, the season opener at Minnesota. 1-0 loss. They kind of jumped on you early uh, but didn't, and scored a goal but didn't score any more after that. How would you feel after that first match? Yeah, you know, the, the first you know the first five minutes, ten minutes, we were not at our, our best, and you can – you know, we could blame it on, on whatever you want, whether it's, you know, being on the road for the first time or young players or whatever. But the reality is we just didn't didn't show up those first few minutes, and you do that against good teams, which those are the only teams we're playing this year. It seems like they're going to jump on you. And uh, they had a lot of excitement, and they they, they did well to put one away. Um, woke us up a bit, and after that I thought we took over the game. And we were definitely, you know, the better, the better team, had the majority of the opportunities, but uh, weren't able to put one away. So, Hopefully uh, an early lesson learned for our team that while throughout preseason we've been very focused and, and very ready um, throughout preseason, um, that you take one little lapse like that and it's going it's to bite you. 
And then uh, from there over to Fargo, North Dakota, to play North Dakota State on Sunday, a 4-0 victory for your team. Uh, and, uh, you know, did, did, did you see as much improvement between game one and game two as the scores might indicate? Yeah, I think the I think the improvement was just that we were we were ready at the start of the game and we set the tone and we you know we dictated how the, the game was going to be played, not the other way around, which is kind of what we what happened Thursday. And as a coach, especially early in the season, uh, you know this is when lessons need to be learned. So I think um, obviously would have been a little bit more frustrated if we came out flat again on on game two, but I think you know learned their lesson from game one to game two, came out on the on the front foot and really. Did a great job of solidifying the game, and you know, to, to credit North Dakota State, they never backed off. I mean, the pressure was on us from minute one to minute ninety, and you know, we were saying even at the end of the game, there's a minute left. They're down four nothing, and they're yelling at their ball kids to give them the ball. You know, they wanted every opportunity to play. So I love that. I love that uh, it pushed our team uh, to compete hard all the way through the match. So I was happy with that with us. What did you uh, what you learn about your team, if anything? You know, first two times under the lights. You know, compared to just going through preseason practices. Well, I think we we showed that we've we've grown a lot as a as a program. We've grown a lot. You know, one being able to have community has been great, but also, you know, we gained a ton of experience last year through COVID and bringing everybody back and adding a few young pieces to that. We we realized we're we're a quality team. Um, but we also learned this weekend we're only going to be as quality as what we what we step on the field with, not just what we talk about. So what I like about this team is they're, they're, they seem to be pretty resilient. Um, they're very coachable. Um, they're just soaking everything in right now. And I think they're just really willing to, to get on the field and compete for each other. So, so far, that's that's where we're starting. I think we're at a great point and just uh, extremely talented uh, defensively and, and going towards the goal. Paul Jobson, our guest, Baylor soccer coach, one and one on the year, back home hosting Nebraska this week on Thursday. SMU coming in on Sunday, first two home matches of the year. Uh, and uh, classes began yesterday on the Baylor campus. I know how driven your team is, your girls are, in the classroom. Uh, it's, it, it is a different uh, schedule, different animal once classes begin and you're, you know, you're, you're into your schedule already. Well, you're hoping that through the through preseason and you know the the weeks leading up to, to to school starting, you're hoping that they're getting into good rhythms and the good practices when it comes to you know hydrating and nutrition. But obviously, um, you can't replicate the stress that they're going to put on themselves in the classroom. So we've got to be you know, even more aware of of those stressors that are on their bodies uh, as classes kick in, um, but also knowing that this is a group that you know, thrives on the field when they're thriving in the classroom and vice versa. So it's up to us to continue that momentum. Uh, you know, we're getting off the bus, you know, really, really early, probably 1.30 or close to 2 o'clock on uh, Monday morning back from our, our trip, and, and they're, you know, coming off the bus going, hey, guys, only six more hours till class. So I think there's some <laughs> excitement for them, too, to go to class uh, in a normal year. So, um, but we're, we're excited to get back to normalcy. It, it's, you know, one training session a day. Um, but really watching our bodies and the stressors that, that come on off the field, too, are going to be important for us to be aware of as we as the schedule doesn't get any easier. Uh, yeah, well, that leads us right into uh, Nebraska coming in on Thursday and then SMU. Uh, did, you, did I hear you say earlier today Nebraska is a very offensive-minded team, uh, which should make a great matchup with your very defensive-minded team? Yeah, I think they've had – two exhibitions and two regular season games just as we have and I think they've scored 21 goals maybe and not given up any so oh, wow um so they're they're scoring goals and buckets and 
Um, you know, it's exciting for us to really see where we are defensively. We think we're a tough defensive team, um, but we'll, we'll see. And I think that's we want to be challenged early because we want opportunities to win big games uh, to set us up well for postseason and prepare us for some great teams in the Big 12, too. So we've got a great history with Nebraska, obviously, having been in our conference. And we've kept that alive over the last few years just because we really respect uh, that team, how they play and how they compete. So should be a should be just a, a great game. And, of course, us being home and um, getting that feel on Betty Lou again will be – be awesome but yeah great team uh, great in the attack but we'll you know we hope to, to test them a little bit more than they've been tested so far what help me what time is that on uh, thursday is that six or seven that is a 7 p.m match. 7 p.m or on thursday all right and then smu comes in uh on sunday that's uh that's another team and and program that you are uh, i would think very familiar with yeah very familiar you know and and again uh, interesting for them is that you know they they've played one game in over a year. Uh, I don't think they played it all during the COVID year due to due to schedule issues and COVID problems that not, not maybe just on their team but others are one of those teams that didn't play and um, had a, a, their first game this season was canceled due to weather so they played one game so I think they're probably still trying to figure out who they are as a team but um, they're always well coached and Chris is uh, one of the top coaches in the country and has done a great job. Uh, with them for a long time so they're going to come in prepared no doubt about it but we don't have a lot of research on them quite yet but we know they'll be good and talented uh, and we've got to be ready after playing a tough match thursday to recover and, and be ready for that match Very it's un- an unusual sunday time for us we're at 7 p.m yeah. so we hopefully get a little bit more people out than the one o'clock normal time we have yeah. yeah very good all right very good final thought uh this is the uh this is the 25th year of of baylor soccer 25th year of the program i know you'll do uh several things over the course of the season to recognize that recognize the history and the success of baylor soccer that's fun to do isn't it to to uh you know not only be in the midst of trying to win every match when you go out there but also recognizing the past and the history of your program well absolutely and you know this being our our 14th year here and it's crazy to think we've been here 14 of the of the 25 but that there's a lot of history here you know prior to us getting here uh, as well that we want to honor and the players that have come before these that are here playing now that have kind of paved the way from everything from you know facilities that we have to the the, the way that we're going to you know be as a team and traditions that were started years ago that these girls you know now kind of take for granted that they started somewhere right with somebody and just being able to honor some of those things and recognize those things that um, we're not going to be wouldn't be where we are today without those that have paved the way not only as players but as coaches so we're just really respectful of that past and hope that we're honoring that by how we how we go about our daily business so excited to to recognize that this year very cool that's great hey thanks for your time appreciate it and uh good luck this week with nebraska and smu thanks jmo appreciate it all right man talk to you soon Paul Jumpson, Baylor soccer coach with us. They are 1-1 one and one on the season. They will play Nebraska Thursday evening at 7 o'clock at the Lou at Betty Lou Mays Field, and they will play SMU on Sunday evening at 7. Normally that Sunday match is, uh, is 1 o'clock or thereabouts, but uh, with SMU just being a bus ride away and maybe trying to get out of the heat a little bit, uh, that one's going to be a 7 p.m. match on Sunday evening as well. So two times, two opportunities to see Baylor soccer in action at home this week, Thursday night versus Nebraska, Sunday evening versus SMU. Thanks to Paul Jobson for being on with us. Uh, let me correct something I said yesterday, Aaron. I was wrong. 
I was dead wrong on this. Baylor Volleyball begins this week. I said that they are in a tournament in uh, Madison, Wisconsin that begins on Friday. That is uh, correct. That is not wrong. But they play Minnesota on Friday to open, and then they'll play the host Wisconsin team on Saturday. So uh, I think I said Baylor would play Wisconsin in their tournament opener on Friday. It's Minnesota on Friday and Wisconsin on Saturday. John, I'm not mad. Okay. I'm just disappointed. I can understand why. But I'm admitting I was wrong. <laughs> that's, that's, Do I that's, get points for that's that? That's the main thing. Hey, that's, you know, <laughs> all jokes aside, I, I, I can't count the number of times I've told people that, you know, that, that's, the, that's one of the biggest parts of being an adult. That's you know, right. I mean, just when you're wrong, admit, admit when you're, you're wrong, wrong and try to fix it. Absolutely. If, if everybody did that, the world would be a lot better place. <laughs> there you and go. I'm guilty <laughs> of it sometimes, but I'm pretty good about it, you know, being conscious of it now. Yeah. So Very good. Well, I left yesterday, and it was bothering me badly because I, I thought – I knew what I'd said, and I thought that it was wrong, but I had to get to some point where I could check my phone and check the schedule to confirm that I was wrong yesterday. It's amazing how we <laughs> carry those things with us because right. because yesterday I know you remember the mistake that I made when I uh, there was there was Gary Bohan yeah, Gary yeah. Bohan and yeah. then I said Jerry and yeah. I had actually had it in my notes and I think that got it in my head. Right, that's why I said it wrong because like a, we <laughs> talked about how I followed it since you know Baylor recruited him out of Arkansas and him choosing Baylor over Arkansas, being the you know uh, one of the top recruits in the country. I think he was the number two recruit in the state of Arkansas that year. So obviously I followed his career and but just had myself a note you know to not mispronounce his first name right but it's one of those things like i told you off air it's like telling someone don't think about elephants <laughs> right it's all you can think about yeah so yeah we we uh we're i think most broadcasters are similar in that way we carry our mistakes with us that's but true. that's uh, that's how you get better and don't make them again you that's know true. Well, an opportunity to correct this. So Baylor, which is uh, Baylor Volleyball now, number 10 in the nation. They open the season this Friday in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, in the tournament there, Baylor will play number seven, Minnesota. That comes up at, uh, at 8.30 on Friday evening. It's part of the Big 12, Big 10 Challenge. Uh, it'll be televised on ESPNU. Again, at 8.30, second of a uh, doubleheader there. Mm, looks like TCU is up there too. TCU will play Wisconsin at six, and then tenth ranked Baylor and number seven Minnesota at eight thirty. Then on Saturday, Baylor number ten in the nation will take on number two Wisconsin. That is six p.m. on the Big Ten Network on Saturday. Uh, the flip flop opponents TCU will play Minnesota at eight thirty on Saturday. So that's the season opener, and it comes on the road for Ryan McGuire and Baylor volleyball this week at a tournament in Madison, Wisconsin. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We uh, round the bottom of the hour. We'll be back with plenty more. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, we're glad you're with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Take a break and be right back in the Alan Samuel Studios here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, we're going to welcome in to the program the head coach of the uh, Abbott Panthers, Coach Terry Crawford. A lot more on-time kicks. Uh, you know, let man they're kicking it deep. We don't. We tell our kids now with the new rule: if you fair catch inside the twenty, I might run out there and tackle you myself. <laughs> <laughs> Game time weekdays four to six on ESPN Central Texas. 
Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Have you heard about the new Quesavira? That's right, Quesavira. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovacic Sausage in West. Chicago Bears' Matt Nagy reaffirmed to the team's decision to open the regular season with Andy Dalton at quarterback when the team announced that Dalton will not play in the regular season finale against Tennessee because the veteran will be the team's week one starter. LSU will require anyone attending Tiger Stadium this year that is 12 years age or older to provide proof of vaccination or negative PCR test taken within 72 hours. LSU became the first team from the SEC to outline such a policy. Astros on a two-game losing streak take on the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers get slammed by the Red Sox in extra innings, 8-4. Rangers travel to Cleveland to start a series with the Indians, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, I'll be great. You know, we get back and you know, the girls, you know, the girls start start school uh, Monday and you know right back into it again. So uh, we all know that our girls are driven academically and strive to be great in the classroom. So for them to kind of get that that going this week and be at home uh, is, is nice. I'm glad we're not on the road the first week of school. So. They should be focused and locked in. I think it's always great to be at home and playing on Betty Lou in front of our own fans. It's time now for our visit with Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Here's the voice of the Bears with Coach Jobson. Great to visit with Coach Paul Jobson coming out of that interview. News from the Big 12 Conference that Jen Want has been named the Big 12 Goalkeeper of the Week. Congratulations to uh, Jen, the fifth-year senior for Baylor. She gave up, uh, let's see, let me see if I've got all these right. Two matches, gave up one goal, and that was it. As Baylor split their conference opening weekend, uh, Want's six weekly awards are the most in program history now. She is a native of 
Brookfield, Wisconsin. She picked up career shutout number 33 on Sunday in the 4-0 win over North Dakota State. That moved her into sole possession of fourth place in Big 12 history. She's already Baylor's uh, all-time leader in career shutouts and now number four in Big 12 history for career shutouts. Uh, it doesn't say what the Big 12 record is. I'll check on that to find out what the conference record for career shutouts is, but she is number four on the list. So uh, well done and great recognition for Jen Want, Baylor's goalkeeper named the Big 12 Goalkeeper of the Week. Welcome back, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and uh, we appreciate you being with us today. Let me remind you what's coming up this Saturday. This will be a fun day at McLean Stadium. There's not a football game Saturday, but uh, it is Meet the Bears this Saturday. So always a big day. I know a lot of you uh, put that on your schedule to really uh, kick off another championship season for Baylor Athletics. It comes up this Saturday. It is 2.30 to 4 p.m. Uh, it'll feature student-athletes from uh, Baylor football and uh, several other uh, sports. Most other sports really will be recognized on Saturday. Chance to uh, meet, get autographs from student-athletes and coaches, along with Bruiser and Marigold. Family activities include inflatables, face painting, photo opportunities. Concession stands will be open with snacks and beverages available for purchase. This is absolutely free to the public. Free parking will be located at uh, McLean Stadium, Lot 2. So keep that in mind, Lot 2. Gates, uh, Gate C will be open beginning at 2.15. Remember, Bruiser's Locker Room is right out there, uh, an arm of the Baylor Bookstore. It will be open from noon to 5 on Saturday. So good chance to uh, browse around, shop around in Bruiser's Locker Room and get the uh, latest in Nike gear going into the new season at Bruiser's Locker Room at the stadium. Uh, also, the sideline shop across from Section 123 will be open during the event with official Baylor merchandise available for purchase there. Now, keep in mind, it is a free event. It is at McLean Stadium, so the clear bag policy will be in effect for this event. Don't get caught there. Keep that in mind. The clear bag policy will be in effect. And again, this is Saturday, 2.30 to 4, Baylor's annual Meet the Bears at McLean Stadium, parking lot uh, 2, enter through gate C. It is absolutely free. Now, here, as if that's not enough, Aaron, here's more. Baylor fans who attend the Meet the Bears event and have the opportunity or will have the opportunity to purchase Baylor football single game and season tickets, there will be a special Meet the Bears promotion. Fans may purchase single game tickets to select football home games at a 50% discount. This special offer is available for a one day only. Tickets must be purchased on site at this year's Meet the Bears event. Limits apply and available locations will vary by game. So uh, keep, keep that in mind as you go on Saturday. Uh, you can purchase single game tickets to select football home games at a 50% discount. So great opportunity there if you are coming or if that uh, helps you make the decision to come to Meet the Bears on Saturday. Uh, for more information, the ticket office, 254-710-1000, or go to BaylorBears.com slash tickets. Be meet the Bears Saturday, 2.30 to 4 at McLean Stadium. 
All right, uh, we look forward to that with soccer uh, underway, volleyball, as we mentioned, beginning this week on the road. Football is 11 days away, and uh, things really starting to roll in the uh, new school year, the new uh, academic year, the new athletic year on the Baylor campus. Classes began yesterday. Uh, and they are off and running, and uh, it's uh, it, it's Aaron. It's it's really a different world once classes start. Uh, the parking spots that are pretty easy to find over the course of the summer. I mean, for the most part, I pull into the Simpson Building, and there's uh, options of places to park. You know, in the front of the building. So I just pull in and walk right in. Well, they're not so plentiful now that school is back in session. Yeah, I'm sure it's exactly <laughs> like it was when I was in college. You not, remember. Not, not Baylor, but, you know, yeah, right. I mean, summer classes, yeah, you could do donuts in the parking lot. <laughs> right. Come, come fall, you better get there. You wanted to start with an early class and get it over with. Because yeah. if you started with, say, a, a 10 o'clock class or a 1 o'clock class, you were going to be looking for parking That's for right. a long time. That's right. That's right. Or be in a position to walk, you know. Or walking a long way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True Park too. off campus Absolutely. and walk, something like that uh, would probably be your, your best option. How about this? This is the largest freshman class ever at Baylor University. Dorms are bursting at the seams, and they don't have a place, you know, a place to house all the freshmen in dorms. So Baylor has basically rented out that, uh, that new Spring Hill Suites that is right over there, right across I-35, um, fairly new hotel there. Oh, okay. Baylor has that whole hotel, and they're basically using that as uh, as another dorm because they need the space for incoming students. Wow. That's, Isn't that wild? That's, that's incredible. Yeah. It's great, though. I it mean, is. It is. But, uh, uh, you know, it just shows how, how large this incoming class is. I don't have the exact number. It's 4,000-plus. Uh, when you count uh, freshmen incoming and transfer students uh, that are coming in. So, class is underway. The athletic year is underway. Meet the Bears comes up this Saturday. All right, here's something, uh, Aaron, that, that got my attention. I'm not sure it'll be in interesting to anybody else listening to us, unless George Hartshorn is listening. George is uh, our resident West Virginia mountaineer who lives here in Central Texas. So, I got uh, here, you see, I've got the West Virginia football media guide that mm -hmm. I got in my mail slot this week. And I thought, oh, that's great. You know, you know how many media guides I will get this year or will go find? <laughs> I would probably say, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm being serious, I would probably say between 40 and 50 maybe? Uh, no, the answer is probably one. Oh, like, really? This may be the only one. Really? Nobody prints media guides anymore. Oh, okay. I mean, That's, it is very – I was thinking of – Normally, you're right. Normally, I mean, we get everybody in the Big 12. We get everybody, you know, that's a Baylor opponent right. or, some, or, you know, whoever mailing list in, you're in on. In any sport, you would think, you know, they True, would send you the right. media guide. So, yeah, I was thinking – <laughs> Back a few years ago. Oh, so you used to get that many. Exactly. But now you don't. This may be the only one I get this year. Wow. When we went to the Big 12 Media Days in Arlington, there were none. No, there was one there. There was Kansas State. Kansas State had one. And I got that. And that was the only one. And now I get a West Virginia one in the mail. And th that might be the only two. Uh, now, everybody still gives the media the information. Ours at Baylor is in the form of an almanac. But they're not, it's not printed. It's just online or uh, a link to all the information. And it's just a different way of doing business, you know, where you used to go to the expense of 
the design and the printing and the shipping of all these media guides. Schools just don't do that anymore, or very rarely do it. But West Virginia is one, so I kind of have a, uh, a treasured West Virginia media guide in my possession now. Yeah, as, a, uh, as someone who got their degree in print journalism, it's kind of, you know, I mean, I've worked in radio most, most of my life. Um, but I originally started, I went to college, you know, I thought I was going to be a newspaper writer. And yeah. then it just worked out that I ended up in radio, but it's kind of sad to see it. You know, I mean, everything is obviously going online, but things like, you know, the media guides and things like that, you, yeah. you still kind of like to see printed. You I, know? I, I do. I, I'm old school to that extent. I like to have a media guide that I can hold in my hands and read. I'll put it, you know, the week of, uh, you know, like this, the week that we play West Virginia, I'll have that with me the entire week, you know, and pull it out of my uh, satchel or backpack and, and look at it or look up something. Now, you can do the same thing, and I know what you're saying. People are saying, well, you can do the same thing on your phone, you know, or on your iPad or on your computer. And it's you can. Not the same. That's right. It's not. I know. It's really not the same to me. Uh, but I uh, continue to make the transition knowing that there's just not that many printed media guides Yeah, out whether there. we like it or not, that, that, that's, that's right. the way it's going. That ship you has know, And eventually, sailed. you know, West Virginia and Kansas State will, will quit doing theirs. That's right. So. I agree. Yeah, that's going to happen. So here's one thing I looked at, uh, and I've noticed this the last few years with West Virginia, in their uh, football staff section, so the head coach, of course, is uh, Neil Brown, pride of uh, Boyle County High School, Danville, Kentucky. Uh, but then as they get into the support staff for West Virginia football, there's a guy that's their equipment manager. Uh, his name is Dan Nealon. And if you uh, know West Virginia history at all, the name kind of makes you perk up. It's Don Nealon's son. Don is the all-time winningest coach at West Virginia uh, tremendous uh, Hall of Fame coach, Don Nealon. His son, Dan, let me see what year this would be. Uh, he's been a member of the football staff since 1981. So he's been there a long time. Student manager, assistant equipment manager, and now head equipment manager since 1988. Dan Nealon is the equipment manager for West Virginia. And then go over one, two, three pages and there is an offensive analyst on the staff of uh, uh, of West Virginia. His name is Ryan Nealon. It's Dan's son. It's Don Nealon's grandson, and he is now uh, on the staff uh, for West Virginia. So what a uh, history, what a legacy there for the Nealon family. If you know the uh, large shadow cast by Don Nealon, over the West Virginia program in a very positive way and know that Dan Nealon has been there on staff since 81 and now Dan's son and Don Nealon's grandson Ryan Nealon is there as an offensive analyst. Uh, I think that's pretty cool to see that uh, tradition carried out through that family at West Virginia. Yeah, that's that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that I think so. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's take a break, and uh, when we come back, we'll look ahead. We'll share some birthdays with you. We've got plenty more to come. Hope you'll stay with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. John Morris Show in the Alan Samuel Studios returns here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show, your chance to hear interviews with coaches from around campus. I think anytime sports do well, all of us do well. When everybody has success, everybody has it. It really helps every program. That's the key to the league's success, why we've gotten so many teams in the NCAA tournament, and why RPI-wise we've been continuing number one ranked conference. It's one through ten. Listen all year long on your home for Baylor 
Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. At the Goodfeet store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I've walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Goodfeet store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Goodfeet store today. Your good life starts with Goodfeet. Stop by today at the Goodfeet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage in West. Chicago Bears Matt Nagy reaffirmed to the team's decision to open the regular season with Andy Dalton at quarterback when the team announced that Dalton will not play in the regular season finale against Tennessee because the veteran will be the team's week one starter. LSU will require anyone attending Tiger Stadium this year that is 12 years age or older to provide proof of vaccination or negative PCR test taken with in 72 hours. LSU became the first team from the SEC to outline such a policy. Astros on a two-game losing streak take on the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers get slammed by the Red Sox in extra innings, 8-4. Rangers travel to Cleveland to start a series with the Indians, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Final segment. We'll hand things over to uh, we'll hand things over to uh, Matt Mosley coming up. Top of the hour. What are you saying? Uh, can we do name that tune? Oh, yeah, go. Josie yeah. by Steely Dan. There you go, right. Steely not, Dan. There's Very not many good. Steely Dan songs I don't know. And and, <laughs> people, and it's a little before my time, but yeah. I uh, I worked at, at a uh, classic rock station for yeah. a few. I worked, well, I worked at the Bear. Yeah. It's not classic rock anymore. Okay. It's modern rock. But at the time, it was classic rock. So I am a... Uh, don't challenge me to a classic rock, oh, I know. Classic rock I trivia know. contest. Exactly. Al- album, songs, <laughs> artists, and years. I'm like an encyclopedia. Not Very bragging, good. but I mean, when you work 
when you do that for five years, you yeah. know, the, the, the classic rock playlists back then weren't super, super large. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you got very familiar with artist title out al- album, you know, yeah. to I- intro and outro the song yeah. and the year they were released. So, wow. You got a great handle on that. Very good. It was Steely Dan. So, uh, very good. Well done. Matt Mosley coming up top of the hour uh, among Matt's guests today. Michael Granberry will be on at 340 today. He's the author of a book on Clint Murkison, the uh, uh, former owner of the Dallas Cowboys. So that'll be great. That and much more with Matt Mosley between 3 and 4. And then Tom Barfield and Ward Weitz and Aaron will be in here from 4 to 6 with game time. So that's coming up this afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. Let me mention some birthdays to you on this day. Great day, 24th day of August. It's Ann Harder's birthday. Ann is uh, the former news anchor at uh, KXXV, former uh, radio news anchor as well. Ann has been around for a long, long time. Great friends with Ann and Mike Harder. Happy birthday to Ann Harder today. It is uh, Wayne Purcelli's uh, birthday today. Happy birthday to Wayne, great Baylor fan. Uh, Nora Thomas's birthday today. Nora would be my um, niece by marriage. Happy birthday to uh, to Nora Thomas. Brandon Greer's birthday today. Uh, Baylor basketball. Uh, uh, he's very plugged into Baylor basketball. Happy birthday to uh, Brandon. And it is uh, Julia Vickery's birthday today as well. Julia, I guess she would be a niece by marriage also. So Julia Claire Vickery birthday today as well so happy birthday to those folks uh, let me check one other list here on the 24th um it's danica moorfield's birthday today the uh, much better half of mark moorfield happy birthday to danica and uh that's all i've got birthday wise today aaron who would you add to that list I have a few today good, good, good. is uh Steve Gutenberg's birthday. He yeah. turns uh, 63, obviously best known for the uh, Police Academy movies, but also Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. If, if you're of a certain age, you remember that movie, obviously. Um, Dave Chappelle, who I think is the funniest person on the planet. <laughs> I really do. I think he, I mean, there's a lot of really funny comedians, but I, I think he's he's the funniest uh, you know, I don't want to say of all time. I mean, there's so yeah. many greats, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, um, but he's he's right up there with them. He turns 48, so uh, we're very close in age. I didn't know there you that. Go. All right. And then. Uh, and talent level. <laughs> no. Uh, Vince McMahon. <laughs> oh, uh, really? The owner and promoter of the WWE is 76. Uh, still very in shape. Yeah. For a 76-year-old. Yeah. And Cal Ripken Jr., there you Major go. League Baseball Hall of Famer, turns 61 I today. was hoping you had him on yeah. your list, so yeah. very good. It's a great list. Happy birthday to all those folks today. If we missed you, we apologize. Aaron is not snobbish at all in who he chooses to uh, to uh, highlight. Uh, we just can't highlight everybody. <laughs> so happy birthday to all those folks. Hope you have a great day and uh, and enjoy the day to its fullest. All right, we appreciate Coach Paul Johnson being on with us, Baylor soccer coach. Baylor soccer in action Thursday evening, 7 o'clock at Betty Lou Mays Field against Nebraska. Home again on Sunday at 7 against SMU, both at the Lou on the banks of the Brazos here in Waco. Come out and support Baylor soccer. Lord willing, we'll be back with you tomorrow in the 2 p.m. hour. We look forward to that. 
Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. The Matt Mosley Show coming up here on ESPN Central Texas. Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. This September, Baylor Bear football is back. Slipping one man. It's Snead. He's into the end zone. Wow, what a move. He's pressured, and he's down. He's got Abner for a touchdown. 